Welcome to another episode of Inside City Hall, the official podcast of the City of Oregon City. I'm Communications Manager Jared Lyman, and today I'm joined by the Parks and Recreation Director, Kendall Reed. Kendall, thanks for hopping on, because um, it's a busy time of year for you and probably one of the busiest departments in all of the city. A lot of people don't realize just how much Parks and Recreation oversees. Yes, uh, we oversee 38 parks. Uh, we're responsible for developing the parks, open space, uh, trails, all of the park maintenance. Uh, we also oversee, which is very unique to us, uh, a cemetery, Mountain View Cemetery. It's 56 acres. Yeah, not many cities actually have that as part of their scope of responsibility, no, right? We're, we're very unique in that <laughs> way. Um, we also manage an RV park at Clackamas Park. Uh, the facilities that we're specifically responsible for are the Pioneer Center, uh, Oregon City Pool, End of the Oregon Trail, and Irma Tinger House. Uh, we're responsible for all the recreation programs, all the classes, uh, activities, camps. Uh, we have two of our bigger events we're responsible for, uh, movies in the park and concerts in the park. And we'll get into some specifics on those later, get some dates on who all is performing. And we're also responsible for all of the facilities in the city. And that is 12 facilities, and that equates to about 350,000 square feet we're responsible for uh, maintaining. You know, I've been here with the city now for about six months, and still every time I hear that, it just, it hurts my brain (laughs) to think that, I mean, people just think Parks and Rec, and they think, you know, slides and baseball fields. But, I mean, there's really just so much more that you're involved in. And as a result, it's, it's, it's fair to say that at times the department stretched thin. Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, I think as a Parks and Recreation Department, we, we always do more with less. And we try to maximize our resources. Uh, obviously, we, we've tried to advocate for additional funding uh, recently to help assist with uh, providing the services that we provide to the community. Uh, But we are always trying to be good stewards and uh, provide the highest quality of services we can possibly provide. One of the big projects that you're involved in right now is something that is a little more visible for those who are are, are kind of, you know, keeping an eye on on Parks and Rec, seeing what's happened in their city, but that is the Parks Master Plan. Mm -hmm. So before we go into the specifics, kind of just give us an overview of what exactly the Parks Master Plan is and how that functions. I'm really excited about the Parks Master Plan. Our last Parks Master Plan was done back in 2008, and the Parks Master Plan helped us create uh, a vision for the city for the next 10 to 20 years. Uh, it will help guide us uh, on how we, we develop our parks, uh, different amenities, programming, it allows us to engage with the community so they can be a, a part of helping uh, tell us what they want to see in the next uh, 10 to 20 years uh, so we can have a framework to work off of so we can provide the highest quality of services that we can provide. So you mentioned um, getting some of that feedback, and that's actually really an integral part of the entire process is that this isn't performed in a vacuum. I mean, you're, there's been many levels of soliciting public in, uh, input and is, if I recall, we're coming up on another level of that, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, we've already completed uh, two public engagement meetings. Uh, we completed our statistically valid survey. Uh, we also completed online surveys. 
we have our third public engagement meeting coming up on Monday, July 10th here at City Hall at 6 p.m. That will be a hybrid meeting. Uh, so we'll have a, a, a link to that meeting uh, where you can participate uh, online through Zoom. Uh, we're really excited to present the information that we currently have and provide that update to the community. Is there anything, and given this is a huge document and you know very complex and so forth, is and I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is there any way you can kind of like preview some of that, some some basic concepts of what you're looking at bringing to the public in in the coming years? And, and, and so what we've tried to do is what we tried to do is look at uh, our levels of service. Uh, and so what that basically means is what are the services that we're currently providing? Uh, are they meeting the needs of the community based on the feedback that we get from the community, uh, based on also on equity mapping? So we actually look at uh, the entire boundary of Oregon City and look at where we have certain amenities like sports fields, uh, where we have parks, uh, where there are areas where we're not meeting those needs. So that will help guide and provide direction to us uh, long term so we can come up with plans to meet those needs more effectively. And you mentioned this, and I, I, it, I think it's important to really make sure people understand that is the DEI lens. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a goal that the commission um, set forth at their previous goal-making um, session a few years ago, reinstituted it again at the most recent one this year. So I, I think it's important that people realize that DEI lens is something you're really using heavily when, when scoping. Um, but for those who don't understand, how, how does that kind of fit in um, when, when you're scoping what, what parks can do? And when we look at the DEI lens, we like to think of Parks and Rec uh, and our services uh, being available to everyone. Uh, and we want to make sure that we're actually meeting the needs of everyone. So when we look at our engagement process, it was very important uh, to us that we do outreach to those populations that or those groups that we're not, not connecting with. Uh, so we looked at some measures in regards to different ways where we can engage with people within our community outside of the meetings. And one of the things that we looked at is utilizing technology. Uh, on May 30th, we launched our Happy Feet app uh, for Oregon City. Uh, that allows the community to engage with us directly. Uh, it also uses a GPS. So if you're at a park, and you want to provide some feedback about a park or a facility, you can download the app uh, at the Google Play Store or wherever you get your apps, and you can put your information. That goes directly to the person who's in charge of that facility, including myself, to provide that direct feedback. But it's also a way for people to engage with us to provide feedback about our park's master plan. Uh, so we were really excited about having the opportunity to, to launch the app and get that uh, direct feedback from the community. I played around with that app a little bit, and it, it's really cool. It makes it really simple for people to do because I, I opened it up, and it you know does a whole little, it wants to access your location information, hit yes, and the thing automatically pulled up the park where I was at. Now, people can choose to go home and do this later, so they can choose whatever park, but if they're thinking about it right then, they could just pull it up, open up the app, it'll say, I am at blank park, and you can submit stuff, you can submit photos, mm -hmm. so you can really just get in-depth and really get better information for taking care of any issues or 
hey, maybe somebody wants to compliment you. That's great too. Yeah. Um, positive feedback is always welcome. So it's, it's a really simple way, and the best part is it's free. Yes. And mm-hmm. they can get it on both iPhone and Android, correct? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So they need to search, and it's, uh, the spelling is, is, is different. It's H-A-P-P-I-F-E-E-T, and then Oregon City. So if you search that on the Apple or Google uh, uh, markets, you'll be able to find those there, download it for free, and provide feedback. Um, it's like we said, you just launched it in May. We've just only started pushing it out. Has it already started getting some feedback from people? Yeah, we've, we've already started getting some people utilizing it and providing some feedback to us uh, at our different locations. So we're really excited about Perfect. utilizing that even more. Um, you mentioned a little bit summer events, and I wanted to go into those because summer is obviously a big time for uh, Parks and Rec in, in Oregon City in Oregon because, hey, it's finally stopped raining and people are going <laughs> to, we want to get outside finally, get right. some of that vitamin D. Um, so two of the most popular series that Parks has is the movies in the park and the concerts in the mm-hmm. park. And they're both back this year. Yes, yes. Uh, we're really excited to, to bring the concerts in the park back and the movies in the park. And, and kudos go out to the Aquatics and Recreation uh, team and my manager, uh, Melissa Sebastian, and the great work that they do uh, to, to host these events and to go out and get sponsorships. So Concerts in the Park, our first concert is uh, July 13th. Uh, Hans and the Wanted uh, will be our first concert, uh, and we're really excited about that. Uh, we have July 20th, Good Day Sunshine, July 27th, Taken by the Sky, August 3rd, Radical Revolution, August 10th, Haley Verhalen, and August 17th, Kalimba, and August 24th, uh, Johnny Limbo and the Lugnuts, uh, which is a, a city favorite. So, oh, is it? Okay. Yes, very popular. Um, and then in August, we kick off our movies in the park. Uh, August 4th, we have our first uh, movie in the park. We have Minions, Rise of Gru. And, Fun one. Yep. Uh, August 11th, The Sandlot. August, killing me smalls august 18th <laughs> puss in boots the last wish and august 25th indiana jones Old i, I like that lineup that that's a good so. lineup so and, and again we should point out that this i mean it, it's a great lineup but your staff didn't just pull off these movies they gave the public a chance to vote on them. yes yes we did um and, and going back to the concerts it's a real nice mix of genres of music so mm-hmm. i mean no matter what your preference is you're going to find an act at least one that you're going to enjoy mm-hmm. Um, how, uh, locations, parking and all that fun stuff, what's the best way for people to go about that? Uh, uh, end of the Oregon trail is, uh, where we uh, host our uh, concerts in the park. Um, uh, and you need to make sure you, you get there early cause <laughs> it's extremely popular. We have a lot of people who uh, want to stake out their spots. Uh, so it's extremely important that you, you get there early because we have thousands and thousands of people who participate, and we're expecting an even uh, bigger turnout uh, this year. So, uh, yeah, please b- be quick. Uh, go to our website. Uh, there's information about our concerts in the park and movies in the park. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email if you have any questions about any of the dates, any of the entertainment, or any of the details on those particular events. And we should also point out, uh, you gave uh, very due credit to the team over there who are putting this together. But this also is uh, thanks to a lot of community support as well. A lot of local businesses and service groups make these possible. Yes. 
we could not do these events without their support and without the sponsorships. And we have some groups who are year-over-year sponsors who uh, allow us to offer the great entertainment that we can offer. One thing I want to point out, we talk about summer, and of course, you know, summer, hot, kids go, you know, swarming to the pools. It's just, it's like, you know, bees to honey, it's the, um, the, the attraction right there. And so as we come up at the time of year, the pool is going to be immensely popular. Yeah. Um, the classes and then the lessons and so forth. But as much as, as popular as it is, you guys have limitations on, on how much you can serve and, and, and you want to be able to bring in more, but there's only so much you can accomplish. Right, right. And, and so uh, we launched our swim lesson registration on May 24th of last month. And as it happens, as soon as we launch, uh, we immediately sell out a certain section. So um, we obviously want to provide more, but there are also, like you said, some capacity issues associated with the facility. There's also staffing issues, um, as, as many people uh, know and have been affected by trying to recruit staff and trying to get people hired on. It's, it's, it takes a lot of work, and it's been extremely difficult. Um, and we are wanting uh, additional staff, if it's for if it's lifeguards, if it's uh, swim lesson instructors, we need those people and we need to get additional people hired. But there are limitations. So we've, we wind up having this large wait list um, and we've been trying to figure out how uh, we can continue to kind of expand. Uh, but due to the site and, and staffing, we have certain limitations that we, we, we just can't can't facilitate everyone. Well, as you said, I mean, the city is not immune to the same types of recruiting issues that, that you know, businesses all over the place are having. Um, if somebody is listening and they're interested or know somebody who would fit in one of these jobs, um, should we send them to the website? What's the best way to move forward? Uh, send them to our, our website, uh, orcity.org. Uh, we have our jobs posted there. Uh, feel free to apply. Uh, you can reach out to me directly. Uh, but yes, we do need staff, and uh, that would definitely help address some of these issues with, with wait lists and capacity issues. Another thing that's probably synonymous with summer is camps, summer camps. And again, uh, Parks is there to provide that service as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we launched our summer camps beginning on June 26th. Uh, we're hosting four camps. Uh, we're ho- uh, hosting a short day uh, pre-K camp, a half-day youth camp at the Pioneer Center, uh, and two full-day youth camps located at Rivercrest Park and the swimming pool. All right. So, I mean, you you guys are always busy, and Parks is going to have a busy summer again, correct? Yes. All right. Well, Kendall, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it because there is a long list of stuff that uh, Parks is responsible for. And we'll uh, probably go into a little more specifics on some of those in the future. I mean, we need to get, we have a new director of the Pioneer Center. Yes. Need to get her in there and explain everything the Pioneer Center has to offer because, man, that is a long list. Yes, we're very excited to have Cecily Rose. Uh, she started with us back on May 8th. Uh, she's been doing a, a great job and we'll be excited to introduce her to the community. Fantastic. Kendall, thanks for coming in today. And thank you for listening to another episode of Inside City Hall. Thank you.